0: <laughs> yeah. 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 How are
1: you? <laughs> hola, 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 <laughs> I don't know, I'm drink <laughs> hmm? I'm drinking the left of uh the left the left of my wine from Christmas, so I'm not sure if this is okay, but I'm drinking it. What, what wine is that? <laughs> I don't know. I just opened it in Christmas, and it was still in my fridge. So I was like, "Okay, this has to go," yeah. and probably I'm gonna have food poisoning or something. But yeah.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, it's, I think I'm, I'm not saying if it's well. I don't know. I think since Christmas, it's like six weeks old. <laughs> but yeah, I think it will be okay. Does I it tastes vinegary.
1: That... I'm not sure. No, probably I have COVID because I've lost the. Uh, the...
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going on. Yeah that's She's what that, i i i don't know i i i tend to i tend to give it five so i think six days is my limit six days is my limit with wine because i can taste the but i only drink red i don't drink white so i don't know i what mean it smell my, like what would you say those notes for the for the listeners what are the notes like
1: it does smells like fruit <laughs> Ooh. Beautiful. I can smell the valley of Napa in this. Oh. <laughs> no idea. No, yeah. It's okay. It doesn't taste like vinegar. But if tomorrow I puke my guts out, then. But good son.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So everyone, I hope you had a great week. Uh, I I'm relaxing. I'm on holiday. Uh, we have Carnivales here in Panama, so everyone's sort of taking a break. Everyone's well. Usually in Panama we have. It's like a crazy party, but um, obviously, because we can't do that this year, I've just been at home getting drunk alone. Well, not alone, but <laughs> I'm getting drunk. Wow. And you?
1: You are one level up, Richard. I am home alone drinking. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's a carnival also uh, all over. I mean, in Spain, we celebrate, but. I haven't been in Spain for so many years. And in Denmark, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a carnival, yeah, <laughs> really? minus nine. Um, no, they don't have a carnival as we celebrate in the Latin countries. It's very different here. So no party, no color, no music, no nothing. Do they have any type of festival? Yes, they have something they call a feste-laun and ooh, i don't want to explain a lot what it is because to be honest since uh since i've been living here i i don't fully understand this but apparently in the old days they took a cat and then they beat the cat i mean something like that I'm not
0: they beat sure. the cat
1: they beat the cat yes but you know all the culture i mean i don't know why cultures why why humans we are so cruel for to, towards animals um yeah it's just like a very um Yes, I need to. I need to. I need to uh, go deeper into this uh, tradition because I just never fully understood it. But uh, kids, I think that kids they, they get kind of uh, dress. They dress up something, but but not you know. Uh, adults, they don't. It's not like in Spain at all. In Spain, we go crazy for two weeks, and in some uh, in my place, for instance, for a month in some places, and of course, in Canary Islands, it's a huge thing. Is the closest thing that we have to the Rio Carnaval, but
0: uh, yeah. Is that that, that Pamplona?
1: No, in Pamplona we have this uh, very famous tradition, it's called San Fermínes with the bulls that probably you all know. But uh, in Canary Islands, which is very close to the African continent, we celebrate, I mean, they celebrate a carnival like very, very similar to Rio de Janeiro, to, to Brazil. Uh, you know, with huge, I mean, and also the weather there is amazing. And uh, yeah, the colors, you know, uh, it's, it's very, it's very similar to Rio. But also in Andalucia, the carnival is more like a fun tradition. They go crazy there. It's super funny, uh, very nice. And then in Galicia, we have one of the oldest carnivals in Europe, actually. Really? It's one of the oldest traditions. Yeah, but we are very Celtic, I would say. And we dress up in very strange uh, customs. Uh, very old some of them they are more than 200 years old so it's a very old tradition in galicia and uh, and then we yeah in some parts of of my region the carnival can last for more than a month um so it's very fun it's a it's a, unfortunately this year due to covid and lockdown uh, is possible and nobody is celebrating this so yeah
0: so Actually, well, I wanted yeah, to ask you, okay, because I've got a few things that I could talk about carnival. So I was thinking back to Cambridge, you know, when I grew up and I used to have these little festivals there all the time as well. Um, but like, why don't you uh, sort of like give the listeners like an outline about what, you, what we're going to tackle today?
1: Oh, like, okay, yeah, we are not going to talk about carnival all the time because then it's going to be like very, I mean, not, I'm not an expert in carnival. You know, I was just getting drunk and having fun and dancing and <laughs> getting, <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, not getting there. Nah. But, you know getting dressed up you know so so we can talk about which was the most the craziest uh, uh, custom <laughs> i have yeah we can tell that to our listeners but but yeah uh, we are not going to talk only about carnivals related to this uh, we thought that it would be nice to to talk about uh, pretending to be someone who you are not because this is also what carnival is about it's just the change of role and i think that traditionally especially when catholicism sorry i'm going to be the boring uh, voice of the podcast giving some history here but i think that in in europe um uh since the you know since since the beginning of catholicism or when catholicism catholicism sorry was implemented um the carnival uh was more like a tradition in which uh, you know, of of course, if you know this, like after Carnival, it starts uh, Quaresma. I don't know the name in English. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. you know when what Quaresma is. is when, yeah, that's when you have to feast. Like basically every Friday, you cannot eat meat on Fridays, and that's when the uh, it starts the countdown to uh, to Easter. Basically, so so for Catholics, the the Carnival is the period right before you start the feast. So it's more like uh, okay, let's have party, let's let's go crazy, let's just uh, you know enjoy life because after this it's gonna start this uh, feast and this like praying thing and la la la. So so that's why um, carnival became so famous also in Europe because it was like one week or two weeks in which people could go completely crazy, and also they they kind of uh, broke uh, with all these very. Um, uh, how do you say, not not boring, I don't want to say boring, but uh, harsh traditions uh, imposed by Catholic Church, you know, like you have to pray, you have to be righteous, you have to be la la la. And carnival, it, it, during carnival, everything was allowed, kind of. So people really liked it, it went crazy, you know, in Italy, of course, very famous carnivals in Venice, everybody knows. And, and yeah it's a it's a it's a very cool tradition you know and nowadays unfortunately people is just like oh, let's let's dress up like something crazy and let's have fun but but the history of the carnival is really uh, rooted in this you know in, in just how people we have fun before we know that we are going to go into uh, you know the time boring yeah yeah but but that's that's more or less in a very brief of course uh, <laughs> I, I just I think that I just no, yeah, not. I just explained it very briefly, but um, but yeah, we are going to talk about changing roles and, and obviously how do we do this these days, you know, uh, um, how do we do it in social media if we actually uh, have pretended to be someone who we are in social media or how do we uh, change, uh, you know, our, yeah, our role according to the different social uh, circumstances that uh, we are, you know, um, attending or i don't know how you say this but
0: um okay but yeah, so just like how... i i wanted to let me let me begin then. Like, so uh, yes i'm in panama, <laughs> I'm in panama <laughs> and uh here there's a um, they there's a everyone talks about the carnival all year it's like a big thing like the right. carnival, and they celebrate it all over the country um they have um It's interesting because there's a place in here called Las Tablas, and in Las Tablas is like a tiny little town. And basically, the whole economy of this little town is based on the carnival. Because every year, loads of people like the place is just full, full like you can't move. Of like people, just like basically just getting drunk, (laughs) and they have they have a They have like the princess or whatever of the town and they drive her through the thing you know i think you do that in every carnival like, carnivals in latin america and but it's one of those things like we're talk, talking about identity like i think people like panamanians especially they go and what happens is like like the hangover you know like what happens on that on those four days stays <laughs> There, you know what I mean, and you see, it's it's really that crazy that like people have sex like on the street, and you see people oh, on their God. balconies like fucking. You can see you, it's, it's it's really crazy. It's like I've never I've never you know I've I've heard a lot about this, but I've seen videos and I haven't been because it's it, it's not my thing. You know it's not. i don't want to go um when i was younger i used to like going to these types of things but as i've got older i don't really like being in big crowds but i think culturally i should go just to see it um i'm sure i will but i've seen like people have sent me videos and it is it looks like a mess it looks it looks like it looks like people lose all inhibition because it's kind of yeah, literally exactly. for that reason like they, they like you have like men who are like serious like business guys that will just go there for like four or five days and just like get completely wasted. Like, you know, like all day, every day you wake up and you drink. It's not, it's not like a little it's not like a music festival. You know music festivals like people go and everyone gets wasted, but then you wake up and you have a little bit of breakfast and then you go for a little dance and all that sort of stuff. But it, this isn't like that. It's like drink. It's not anything, <laughs> nothing else. Drink. It's funny so, um, yeah I, I i don't know i it's, it's it's um i mean it's it's a tradition i guess but maybe panamea w- to say about it i mean even wouldn't I'm,
1: you say that uh, latin cultures we are very disinhibited? Desinghibi- did you say like that I, I like uh uninhibited yes thank you uninhibited uh by nature, I think that we are, and still in carnival we go even crazier, because, you know, and, and actually this is the point of carnival, you know, this is, a, everything is allowed, so you inhibit it, uh, yeah, you say, yeah, in- and uh, yeah, so, so, if you don't celebrate this in Cambridge, like, uh, no, probably you just, well, in,
0: Cam- in Cambridge, you had like, had like the strawberry <laughs> festival, um, uh, do you remember the strawberry festival?
1: Yeah, I think I do.
0: Yes, yes, yes. What a load of shit that was. And, uh, like, <laughs> and like, there was another one. Um, oh, that was really near my school. But basically, Cambridge is like a hippie town, right? So it's basically like hippies on one side and on the other side, international students. So I think that's kind of what it is. Like, that, 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 that's the biggest demo, demographic, I think. But then in the middle, you obviously have all these other little different groups. But it's a very like, you know, um, I think Pink Floyd, I think Pink Floyd, like the, the they, they yeah. were from Cambridge. I think I think they're from, you know, it's like that type of like lots of fields and lots of like people taking psychedelics and it's like, yeah. I don't know, I don't, I don't know why people think that Cambridge is well obviously the <laughs> university, right? But like the the Cambridge is much bigger than the no, it's not much bigger, but there's more to Cambridge than the university. And when you look further out than the university, there's so many like weird things going on in Cambridge. You know, it's like a very, uh, it's a very bohemian place from what I remember. I haven't, I haven't lived there since I was like 16, but you know, there's lots of pubs. It's like, you know, it's like an old, like, you know, imagine like in in Tudor times, (laughs) like an old place where like people like, like there's intellectuals, who drink a lot and then if you're not an intellectual who drinks a lot you're in the field taking psychedelics
1: yes yes i remember when i was living there i went to see st john's college well i I went to see all the colleges because cambridge is of course very beautiful but i remember st john's college because lord byron used to study there and the stories they tell you is that he used to have a bear uh, in the room like an animal you know Uh the animal <laughs> Unoso. Teddy. And so no no not a teddy bear, no no like a real one okay. and you know and then i could imagine like, oh my god these people you know that they 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 came from different parts of the country also from abroad because cambridge is a really well known university and it, it has to be a very crazy place to to be and to hang around with other craziest, i mean crazy crazy people <laughs> like like yeah yeah you know but but yeah i think it's a very funny um, a very funny city, you know. It's it's lovely. It's it's uh it's very yeah. I really like so the, it. Actually. The the, fe- the
0: festivals were a representation of that, like you know, like the strawberry festival, the strawberry fair. Sorry, yes, I'm, I'm right. trying to think of the other one. <laughs> like, the other one was a bit more famous. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just like lots of, you know, it used it, it used to be one of those things that everyone would really look forward to. But all I can really remember is going into a park there were people all over the park just sitting down, drinking smoking or whatever. And mm-hmm. there were like these like low-level bands mm-hmm. and like, like C-list bands. <laughs> and they'd have like a headliner, which was like, I remember, oh man, I remember this. Oh, I remember this really awful thing happened. Do you remember Daphne and Celeste? The back, the group, Daphne and the two Daphne... girls.
1: Daphne, oh, Who, no.
0: was it, I'm on to sing, right? Who, who, Oh, uh, what does it say? Who? Uh, I keep just going. Who? Who? <laughs> you, your mama too, and hey, your daddy. You don't remember that?
1: Probably if I if I listen to it, uh, try to find it. Try to find it.
0: Yeah, I'm going. Well, I'm going to. What I'll do is I'll I'll um you know I'll put it on for the listeners, right?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And uh, uh, so they yeah. So you you in in a in a couple of seconds, listeners, you're gonna have that right. But. They, they performed and because Cambridge is full of like these like hippie bohemian types and, and like you know all of those sorts of people like it's kind of a rebellious place I think and you know in, in a sense and I think that these these people came on and I don't know who booked this band but it was like the wrong <laughs> the major... <laughs> it was the wrong thing to do because they were like everyone just as soon as they came on they were like jumping on the stage like Whoa! you know like trying to be look, really energetic and it's all these like stoners and, and uh-huh. really, really drunk and they immediately they started booing and oh. then they and then they carried on they carried on performing and then gradually bit by bit you just see things like flying on the stage like, yes and it was like it was it was horrible to watch it because i watched it from the distance and i was just like yeah. oh my god like beer cans just like flying at them like and they ran off the stage crying
1: Oh Jesus! No, I, I I have to say that British people is not the best audience, you know, because either you are very passionate and, and really like you give yourself to the to the singer, or you are terrible. You know, I remember going to a, to concerts in England where you really had to be. You know, I'm very tall; it's very dangerous because people threw the the pint. And I'm like, okay, oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah,
0: it happens a lot. Yeah. You just
1: drink it, but you know, maybe British people, the carnival of British people is Mallorca. So who wants a carnival when you have Mallorca? You yeah,
0: know? Yeah, yeah. you just can't destroy a place. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's I feel kind of ashamed about that type of thing. You know, that's part. Of I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm like proud to be British, um, hmm. but but not because I'm ashamed. Not because I'm ashamed of it either. It's just like I don't associate myself. Oh, this this sort of links in with identity, I guess. But like, it's it's not because I'm ashamed of it either. It's more like. I, I, I just, there are so many things about this British culture that I don't agree with, and there are so many things that I also do agree with, but I think if I for was anywhere in the world, sorry, sorry?
1: For example, like just, oh, okay, just- right, I think,
0: I think British Britain disguises itself as like a very open country, but I actually think that British people uh, are taught to be very suppressed. Um, I don't, I'm not proud of um um, I think that's it, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, but then if I, if I can talk about, I, I think I'm, it, I was privileged. That's different. I was privileged to be born in Britain because there are a lot of opportunities and stuff mm-hmm. for people. Um, so I was privileged in that sense, but I also feel that, you know, being, being from another place, uh, I, f- I don't feel like it's welcoming. That that's that's the big that's the biggest that's the biggest thing for me and that, for me that's a huge thing because I think people can say that it's multicultural and it is multicultural, but there are so many divisions. Like there are so many divisions. You know, like we we've, we've spoken in uh, earlier episodes about this type of thing. Like I remember like having Indian friends and black friends and whatever, and even though we were friends, you know there was still like a mass, like Indian people would have a massive group of Indian friends. Black people would have a massive group of black friends. White people would have a massive group of white friends. Mm-hmm. And every now and again, you would kind of mingle with the others. And if you're truly open, you're a truly open society, I don't think there is any of that. And I think I think that does exist in other countries. I think there are truly multicultural countries, but um, but I think Britain, Disguises itself as one because it basically had open borders for a very long time uh but when people go into the when people go into 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 the country i don't i don't feel that there's this like community environment you know between between race uh i don't think so it's my opinion but but maybe i'm wrong you know what do you think you did there. Forever.
1: oh what do i think yeah i lived there for 10 years um i think i i felt Very uh, welcome, I have to say. But uh, I agree with you with the fact that multiculturalism, uh, it is, I mean, you know, I lived two years in Cambridge and then I moved to London. And London probably is not the best example of England because yes, it's very British, but on the other hand, it's so international, you know, that uh, it's very weird to find people in London who are Londoners. (laughs) So, and also because my, my, my circle of friends in there, they were all of them international, of course. I also, I also met a lot of British people. I studied in a British university there, um, but but you know maybe because of my job uh, and and of my academic um, experience there, you know, I, I always was very surrounded by international people. So this is how London was for me. It was very international um, place. But I have to say that uh, towards the end, towards the end, I was starting to feel that things were changing. And this was in 2011
0: yeah.
1: uh, and i had that feeling you know i was like wow people is changing you know like things that i haven't heard before i remember i was working with this woman uh, well, i wish i could say her name but <laughs> well, i'm not gonna do it but anyway i was working with her Um, in the same office and she was very racist I mean I'm gonna use that word because that's what she is towards towards,
0: towards everyone or
1: towards you Uh, no 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 no, not towards well towards you know she had her own way of categorizing people you know and uh, she was just like what this country needs to do and this was in 2011 when I heard this and, and this is something that I have never heard before in England, I have to say, you know. But uh, but in 2010, it started to yeah. to 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 be around this sort of narrative, you know. And she said, like, what this country needs to do is just close borders because we have enough, we have enough foreigners, you know. The ones that you are here, you can stay, she said. And she was like, but everyone else, uh, we cannot accept anyone else, you know. And uh, well, I guess that she was uh, one of the ones who voted for Brexit. Uh, she was one Brexiter, I guess. And and then I was thinking like, wow, where this is coming from? Because she's working in a hotel uh, where two percent of the employees are British, you know, and ninety eight percent of the employees are uh, uh, foreigners. Um, that, that 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 well, you know, probably the percentage is not right, but you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of the employees they were from from different parts of the world, you know, and and uh, and that's how actually you know, those people were the ones who were doing the, the job, basically, you know? Yeah. And uh, The management positions, they were for British, probably, but, yeah, anyway, you know, this for me was very shocking uh, to hear, and I was thinking, like, oof, this is heavy stuff, you know? Uh, this is heavy stuff to say, and also, she was the kind of, uh, I mean, of course, you know, I had a lot of British friends who were completely uh, broken heart uh, when the Brexit happened, and, you um, and they still are, and and when I was living there, they were very international, very European, pro-European. This was my circle, so I don't have the full picture, you know, but, um, but yeah, this woman was a disgrace, and she used to go on holiday to Benidorm. Benidorm. I'm pretty sure, you know, I can bet you whatever what class- you want. that. Huh?
0: What a classic lady.
1: Yeah, 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 but, you know, I, I can bet you anything. She didn't know how, she didn't know where Benidorm she doesn't know where Benidorm is in Spain, you know? Mm. I mean, if, if she, you can put her on a plane and take her to Mexico and she would still think yeah. that she's in Benidorm, you know? Anyway, and sometimes... then I told her, yeah, it's, uh, and I was like, oh my God, she's fucking stupid. And then I was like, so what are you going to do? It's nice in Spain. And she's like, oh, I just want to wake up and go to the pub and have my British breakfast, you know? Honestly. Oh, I, like, I mean, you know, I guess I guess that, like, so I was
0: going to say like, it sounds stupid, but but also, you know, you, I guess you have to empathise with people, I guess. Yes, yes. Because, because they don't, they just don't know better, you know, and, and that's, yeah. that's, that's something, you know, my experience mm-hmm. with this is interesting. My this is, I came, I came back to England from New Zealand. and When I got back, I noticed this. Uh, I remember having conversations about it. I was like, what's something's happened, like in the last uh, two or three years and something, something's changed. And yeah. Um, so I was there for five years, and back back in the UK for five years. And gradually, bit by bit, I could see there was an agenda, right? And this is like something really interesting because you'd hear things like this, like comments like that this woman was making. And um, yeah, yeah. it's almost like they're creating their own identity. You know what I mean? That Like yes. they're being brainwashed with this identity that they feel like they have to follow or be part of. Yeah. But it's not real. like. All of the message, you know, the, the message as soon, as soon as we voted for Brexit, that message left. Like, yes. there, there, was, there was no, you know, I just remember seeing so much stuff about like Polish immigrants, Romanian immigrants, like people going to Italy, coming into the EU, and blah, 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 blah. And if I'm being honest, I just, um, I don't know if it's the reason I left. But I do think it's a big part of it. If I'm if I've, I've thought about it a lot because I would I would tell people that and I'm like, am I being honest about that? About that? And I and I think that I ha- I was being honest about it because now I look at it and I'm like, I can't associate. I don't feel that I can associate myself with people who are like that. So how can I associate myself with a country that's, that that has those values? I just don't think it's correct. And and I and I and it, it wasn't even because. I, you know i'm not like don't get me wrong either like i'm not i don't i don't just believe that anyone should be able to go anywhere they want because at the end of the day there has to be some kind of structure but also like i i believe that the problems that were being projected in the media were not real you know like i know so many polish people and and i did know so many Polish people, Romanian people, people from all over uh, Europe and the world who would go to England and they are so fucking hardworking, like so hardworking. And you, ha- and you have to, and nice people, like good people. And you can't just like say that someone can't be in your country. I d- my opinion is if I could, if I could invent a country, you know, which is never going yeah. to But if I could invent a country, I would, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about now, but <laughs> if I could. Invent <laughs> a country, Let's, uh, let's would, would, <laughs> yeah yeah no but i would you know that those rules wouldn't apply it. and i i just ignorance is something that i really um find it hard yeah. to to kind of get it my was. head around and, and support or like even entertain i guess and and you know the story about this woman you just said like this is it, it typifies the problem you know like, yeah. um, and and this is identity because it's, it's identity politics right so like that
1: <laughs> yes. Perfect. So, so I, 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 I just,
0: um, I feel that we're all, we're all sort of, um, with the, the, the new, the news, the agenda seems to control a certain amount of how we project ourselves to others. And it, and it happened, and it happened a lot with this Brexit thing in the UK. I mean, there's lots of other examples throughout the world, but in the UK, I think that was a very recent sort of, um,
1: yeah, they will, they will definitely use it as an example. The European Union, you know, like, uh, this is, will. I mean, of course, they will, I think that the agenda for the EU now is kind of punish a little bit the, the UK for what they did, you know. Uh, they've been always playing the game of uh, hard to get, you know, the UK with the, with the EU. And actually, uh, Margaret Thatcher, who was one of uh, the, the politicians who opposed uh the eu for so for so long and so hard you know she was the one who made the uk enter the european union you know which is kind of this this tells a lot about how politics are you know and how politicians are and and, and the whole brexit disaster it was just like a political uh, dispute inside the conservative party <laughs> i mean uh, and then they just fuck it up and david i mean uh, sorry um david miliband yes who uh, was Amber. the one
0: was that
1: Labour? Uh, sorry, sorry, David Cameron, sorry, sorry, uh, who was, yeah, he started to, he started, I mean, how ridiculous is this, you know, you start a program, political program, uh, you know, just asking people to vote for Brexit, and you end up asking people not to vote for Brexit, you know, it's, it's a disgrace, you know, this man will go down in history like a, a political disaster, it's so embarrassing, um but, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, the, the ones who are going to pay for this is, is the people who, who feel that the Brexit will give them back uh, Britain, you know, let's make Britain great again, because this was something that you could hear uh, in, 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 you know, among many people, amongst many people. And then it's like, but great, like when? And they then, oh, great like before, but before when? Yeah, when? And then, uh, when? When? Because you when know, we I like, think we the...
0: conquering countries and like wiping out massive parts of the population—it doesn't, it doesn't make—it doesn't make sense, you know. This idea of great countries, like
1: yeah, but this, unfortunately, you know, we saw this, we saw this uh, motto uh, or slogan or or whatever you want to say, you know. Steve Bannon. There are so many great documentaries out there, and there is one I, I saw it in the documentary film festival in Copenhagen three years ago, I think. Uh, sorry, I don't remember the name, the title of the documentary right now, but it's about Steve Bannon, and he is uh, the, 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 the brain, if we can call him like that, uh, behind all this big wave of right thinking, you know, from America to Europe, you know, and it was a wave that came from America, and it, it also, like, unfortunately, it was the, the tsunami that uh, also arrived in Europe, you know, and if we have countries like Hungary, Poland, the UK, Spain also. Uh, in Spain, we, we were so proud of not having any right party uh, in power, and then like two years ago, we we now they are represented in parliament, you know. And this mm-hmm. is another debate. Maybe we can talk well, about. Yeah, this. Well, I mean,
0: yeah, well, yeah, we can tackle tackle that maybe in the future. But the, the thing is that I wanted to actually I wanted to bring up something which is maybe separate to this identity thing, but I just think it's important to mention, like the the thing about like uh, the impeachment of Trump, right? So he got, he got cleared of this. He, yeah, the of second course. time he was <laughs> impeaching, he got cleared. And I read like a couple of days ago, I think it was, that now the Democrats are like launching an independent investigation into like the, the, the capital riots and why it happened and all of that type of stuff. And I'm like, like, guys, like, come on, move on, like, move on, like, it, and, and think about the money. Think about the taxpayer's money. I'm not American, okay. right? I'm not from the US, but you know, I think it's just a very clear example of how politics works. It's just, oh, yeah. you know, like, he's gone, Trump's gone. He's gone. Like, you yeah, know- but I, they would use I him. I, it's, it's, it, it feels like a vendetta. That's what it feels like to me. And I, I just think that they should concentrate on making the country better again than, than like, Putting out this thing about like, you know, I I I don't know if you understand yeah. what I mean, but I just feel <laughs> like it's the same thing with the Brexit thing. It's a, yeah. it was an agenda. It's an agenda. People are obviously benefiting from yeah. this uh message. You know, whether it's it doesn't matter what country you're in and what agenda it is, there's always there always seems to be something behind what's really happening. And yes. I think it's scary, you know? It's like it's
1: scary. yeah talk we talk a uh, about we talk a lot about, uh, we talk a lot about uh, this agenda uh, idea in our podcast but I think that yes of course there is you know it's, it's always it's, it's always been there and uh, the other day I was talking to yeah I was talking to Jack actually and he said something we were talking about um, the polarization you know and it's something that we have seen unfortunately for so long in politics, you know, and, and, and now people, it's like, it's like the new uh, uh, fashionable word, you know, polarization, and you know, how media is, is uh, talking about is like, if it is something horrible, but you know, and then when I was talking to Jack, I told him, like, I don't think that is bad. I mean, we have been always, I mean, we, we've always been polarized. I mean, because it's a fact, we never through history, the entire humanity or the entire population of a country agreed on something 100% so in a way polarization has always been there the dif- you know the, the, the dangerous thing here is that we are using this in order to make people feel guilty for being polarized and, and and for using this polarization to attack each other instead of listening to what the others have to say because you know it's been a disgrace you know and the US I'm sorry to say this uh, and I think that a lot of my American friends and a lot of people that I know in America, and I've been listening to lots of podcasts, it's been very hard, painful, you know, to, to 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 hear these guys saying that, you know, what the hell are we doing to our democracy? You know, it's, it's, it's dangerous, you know, for, for a starter, it's dangerous because you don't know where all this will lead. I mean, even though we have so many examples in history, they, they, they really tell us where all this leads to. And it's crazy. We still do it, you know, which is which is a good example. You know, we've always been polarized. Always. You know, how the fuck? Sorry, how how on earth the first world, war, world, world, world oh, <laughs> started? Oh, oh, well, yeah. Yes, that, that war is really how, how on earth the second one started, you know, polarization, you know, and, and conflictive narrative and then ex- escalation of a conflict to the point that is so polarized that it explodes. You know, so it's, it's not the first time. That narrative in politics is being polarized. You know, for me, what we need to learn here is nothing wrong with that. You know, because I have an opinion, you have an opinion, um, you know, whoever has a different opinion and it's good, and this is democracy. You know, we need to have different opinions. We need to debate. We need to listen to each other. We need to get to the to the to the point that is good for for the majority of people. And this is sorry, I'm gonna say it very personal point of view on this, this is why Brexit sucks. How on earth do you make a referendum banning, legally banning? How, how, how is this democratic? How, you know, the the Brexit second, referendum. How do
0: you make a referendum, what, sorry, I didn't.
1: Understand. Uh, legally binding. You know, oh, like binding. basically yeah, 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 yeah. binding, binding. Sorry, legally binding. How how is this democratic? You know, of course we can debate about this. You know, forever. You know, I studied political science. I believe that referendums are great. You know, it's like a great tool to measure what people think about a topic. But please don't make it legally binding. This is really, really ridiculous. You know, a lot of people they didn't even read anything. You know, they just they just were like, oh NHS, la la la. Uh, and three sentences that they were completely bollocks because there was no truth behind those sentences, you know. And then they went voting on this, not thinking of the real consequences of... of, uh, But not only for British people, for a lot of European people, you know. Now, for instance, you cannot go and study in the UK, Erasmus. I did Erasmus in Ireland. Okay, Ireland is not the UK, of course. But, you know, um, I remember when I did my Erasmus, Uh, I I was thinking of going to the UK, to to a British university or to um, um, an Irish one. You know, I I ended up going to Ireland because it was the first time, blah, blah, it doesn't matter. But now Erasmus is not allowed. So they they just took out of the the map for a lot of uh, people in Britain, I mean, in the UK. A lot of young people in the UK, they will not be able to go and study in Barcelona or in Rome or in Paris. What a disgrace this is, you know? You know, right, you, know, of you know,
0: a model, a model. I think a model of that type of uh, the system they're trying to create is uh, Australia is a good country to look at because, like the, I remember going to Australia and Australia is a great place. You know, it's I'm not I'm not criticizing Australia. It's it's a it's a very very beautiful country. There's a lot of good things about it. You know, a lot of opportunity to grow. I think because the population's pretty low for a country of that size, but they have a good, healthy, strong economy and all of that stuff. But the flip side of their outlook is uh, is racism, is fucking crazy in Australia. It's a crazy thing. It's like like part of life, you know? It's like, you know, you... So I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. I, you know, the, you know, you have the, the, what was it called, the missing generation or the lost generation, the Aboriginal, yeah, the aboriginal uh, families, yes. yeah, when, the, when the British went over there, this is what people are talking about. Let's make Britain great again. Oh, you mean when we went over to Australia and like wiped out, you know, loads of fucking people that have lived there for years, hundreds of years. But
1: that's now, that's now on Australians, actually, you
0: know. Yeah, the yeah, but of- it, but the, but the origin. That what I'm saying is the origin. Yes, yes, like, I'm but- sort of mixing up. wait. Let me get a coffee. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I. You understand what I'm you, saying? Like we, yeah, we, 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 basically colonized the country. They became the, the English became Australians, right? Then the Australians decided that the, the 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 groups that lived there previously were stupid and uneducated. So we're going to educate them. And what how we're going to educate them is we're going to take all of their children away from the parents. basically erase all of the culture that existed within those groups and then we're going to make them into like give them this like white west mentality and this will make everything better and what it done is it basically destroyed destroyed massive groups of people like there's um aboriginals because they didn't uh they didn't drink a lot they didn't have a they didn't ever drink alcohol until the english got there so over the years the our bodies have developed this tolerance to alcohol and the Ab- Abri- Aboriginals do all of this pain. A lot of them were unemployed and they didn't know what to do. They, like, you know, they felt obviously like a real kind of sense of like not belonging, but feet but belonging as well because it's their land. It's where they came from, you know? And then, and so there's a lot of Aboriginals who have like alcoholism uh, issues and uh, and that's really sad. But then you also have this, this thing with, there are a lot of Indians, in Australia who go there to work. Man, and these people, like, they just, they're like seeing, I, I put, per- this is my view. So I'm sorry if you're Australian and you don't know what I'm saying, but you know i uh, Indians are viewed as like second class citizens. Like they're, they're like a little bit less, you know, not a lot, but a little bit. You know, I, I, I heard people to- talking all the time about, you know, saying, making racist jokes. They're jokes that we've seen as banter, but it's not fucking fun. It's not fucking
1: fun yeah and much, but...
0: one other thing you know this thing with, with uh blackface i used to see people going like on whatever on the australia day wherever fucking day it was in like black bodysuit with an afro yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know like that 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 type of thing like all like a spandex whole bodysuit with an afro now i'm not criticizing Everyone in Australia, I'm saying that there is a small demographic of people within Australia that support that type of thinking. But also, I would encourage anyone to go to Australia. But there, from, me, in my, from my experience, there was an uh, uh, a large feeling of like this kind of like we're Australian. Good. And everyone else is like weird. And we, we can take the piss. And that's what England will become. That's what the Brit- Britain or whatever the fuck it is will become. Oh my god, I
1: hope not. Canadian. But you know we have. Yeah, yeah I, oh, no, nothing? Uh, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, unfortunately this is something that uh, yeah, we need to be polarized on this and we need to really uh, debate it because this is something that will never disappear. You know, all all countries they have this crap. <laughs> I don't know where does it come I mean, where does it come from? I mean, obviously Europeans we have a huge uh, yeah, we 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 are responsible for this crap. You know, Spanish people, we did it. Uh, British people, you know, you wiped entire populations wherever you went, Uh, not you, but you know, British people, they did that, you know, because you were talking about Australia, but let's talk about North America. Let's talk about Africa. In Africa, it was even worse because they didn't wipe them out. There were too many, so they just enslaved them. They took them to the United States, a country so overdeveloped that doesn't have like fucking one museum to talk about slavery you know and and i think that yes they opened one museum um i think it was three years ago in entire in, in, honestly <laughs> i mean i mean what is it a huge thing slavery is is you know okay because you go to a new country mm. you are a superior civilization i mean i'm not going to judge uh, people who did what they did 500 years ago because they were very animalistic i guess you know but um, uh, yeah, one thing is to kill whatever you encounter because you think that they are underdeveloped or whatever you think, you know, because you are stronger, then you wipe them out. And another thing is, uh, you know, 200 years later, uh, kidnapping people, <laughs> selling them like if they were cattle. And then now, still, still nowadays, you know, people in the US, they, 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 they you know, they, 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 it's a huge issue with racism. I mean, and I, I am wondering, like, is this country, like, why do we praise, I mean, it has amazing things, the U.S., you know, I've been there, and I, I love it, you know, I, I mean, I've been there only, like, as a tourist, so I've never li- I li- I've never lived there, okay, but I think it has amazing things, and, uh, yeah, I thank God, you know, my American friends are amazing, blah, blah, but, you know, they also have horrible stuff going on there, I mean, this racism is not just, like, a tiny bit of population, you know, it's, like, fucking cultural, is embedded in their culture, you know. They are racist, and then they have people who are presidents of the country saying obnoxious things about this, you know, and not condemning people who are fucking members of the cuckoo's clan. How on earth is this possible? I mean, I'm sorry, you know, I just have to laugh about this because I'm like, okay, you know, this is a fucking joke. Then, I think, you know, I
0: think you know this. This, we you know. talk about the, this a lot, and I think I thought when you were talking just now, I was thinking about like why I. I, I like automatically like my automatic response to this type of thing, specifically about Trump. It's not about like racism or anything like that, but specifically about Trump. The only reason why I push back is because I is because of the media. That's the only reason. It's not because I yeah, like well, him. Right, it's not yeah. because I agree with what he says. It's because the amount that his face is on the media and is still in the media now, even though he's not even president, is like to me, it just shows that there's something else going on. So t- I feel to talk about him, even though everything you say is correct. Okay? Even though like, everything you say is correct. He's not a good leader. It wasn't But I feel like he's uh, you know, let- let's not get into that again. But I just wanted to say that yeah. because, you know, like yeah, I me, yeah. I just feel that um it's like identity, like like again, pretending you're something that you're not. Like, you know, I'm not talking about an individual, but I'm talking about like Countries and their and the country's identities. You know, the U.S. at the moment, like, do you do, like? Let's be, let's be honest. Let's be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Not let's be honest. <laughs> no, let's not be honest. honest. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. The does everyone really believe that Kamala Harris was chosen because she's the best candidate? Really? Well, can well no, 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 no. Let's. I hope not. She was terrible. She was terrible when when they were doing the the debates. She was way behind in the polls, way behind. She was like sixth position out of all of the eight candidates. And she dropped out because Bernie Sanders had a lot of uh, momentum. So she dropped out and she endorsed Biden. This was all a plan and and now she becomes vice president and people are almost celebrating the fact that she's vice president because of the color of her skin more than the fucking president himself who's got alzheimer's which is understandable we've got you know (laughs) yeah yeah and and i i I don't i just do not understand identity politics that is in itself identity politics and i think that people need to wake the fuck up it's like i keep saying it wake up everyone but come on, wake up. I mean, wakey, wakey.
1: Wake <laughs> <awake. laughs> yeah, but it's OK. You know, what, what you are saying, you know, it's OK. Because, yes, I, I totally agree with you with the, with the point that you said that the media is framing this. But you also need to be responsible as a consumer of media. Yes. And you need to, you know, I told you this once. You know, I, I told you, like, be, you know, what you have to work on. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm reading. And even if I'm not reading, you know, I'm getting all these messages constantly every day. But I know very well. I mean, at, at least you know I have an idea of what is good and what is bad. And then you know I'm trying to measure everything that I see according to that. But but of course I am completely aware that yes, the media play a huge role in this. You know, and um, and it's still playing it, and it will play it because unfortunately we have given power to our systems to be like this. You know, I mean, this is this is yeah, the media is feeding this circus, but the the you know, I'm going to say it again in this podcast, I don't believe in democracy. Can we please find a different system now? Because we need it. We need it, you know, and 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 this is like a disgrace, you know, we're just seeing like a continu- continuity of corruption, you know, a continuity of a system that is like, it belongs to the 18th century, you know, but we are in the 21st century, you know, so I, talking- I would love, yeah.
0: No, I mean, I was, I was talking to uh a friend of mine and uh, a teacher, a teacher in English, and she was talking about like little, um, she was talking about her workplace and how there's, uh, there's a uh, one of her bosses is like, she has like a name, you know, like in, in Latin America, the surname is like a thing for whatever reason. I oh, guess. Sounds yeah. like it's to me, but that's what it is. And I think she was saying this, her boss has a surname and, and she's got lots, she's politically tied and, and all of that stuff. And within the workplace, there are like 20 20 people underneath her who are really, really unhappy. And this woman is kind of like, basically bullying all of these people, but because of her surname politically, in the position that she has, she's seen as being the right person for the job, but only because of something that's very, very abstract. And if anyone challenges that, if anyone challenges her power, then they'll be sacked basically immediately. And this is kind of what's happening now. It's like, you know, there's this, there's all of these agendas within society, and you have to follow, and this is my opinion, you have to follow the, the rhetoric, you have to follow the direction of this message. And if you don't, you're so you're like, even if you haven't got an audience or a platform or whatever, because you know, this is like cancel culture, but even if <coughs> even if you're not literally cancelled, you kind of are, you know what I mean? Like people say. You know your races, your sexes, mm-hmm. you're this, you're that, whatever, whatever it is, and you're immediately cancelled if you, you challenge even a small part of what this is. And I think this is like an overall—it's uh, kind of like a way of thinking that's been developed because of this capitalist system that we live in. I think.
1: Yeah, and we are all in there. You know, I think it was three podcasts before we talk about McLuhan and how he described us being as fishes inside water. And we don't even realize which is our element, you know, and this has been our element for a while. And then if you go against it, then you become Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, Harry, Prince Harry, Prince Harry, who said like, uh, fuck this, you know, and then, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, he's not going to have a lot of issues, you know, living in Canada because, you know, whatever, if he wants to go to, yeah, even if he goes to Sudan, you know. Uh, he will be happy there and he will not have any issues there. But, but yeah, it's like, you know, I think that it's, it's like a first step because, you know, it's it's very, you know, it's, well, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but the British monarchy is absolutely, uh, it's a wonder, you know. It's just like, uh, please watch The Crown. I love it. What a, what a TV series. It's so good. But, but I, I think that, the, you know, they manage, you know, and the queen, the actual queen, she managed to, she will never die. I mean, she's it's just, it's just amazing, you know, and actually she managed to perpetuate this um, institution uh, through, you know, ups and downs, you know, and she's still there. And now her grandson, <laughs> Harry, he says, like, okay, people, you know, this is like a fucking circus. I am out. Um, yeah, well done, Harry, because yes, indeed, it's a fucking circus, you know. And of course, you know, back in the days, and we're talking about the medieval times, you know, in 1500. It was probably necessary because that's how Europe is starting to become what it is today, and they have a role, and they have, you know, they have um, a, a reason to be as the French will say. But you know, nowadays, what is the reason to be of a monarchy? I mean, and I don't want to say this because probably I will go to jail in Spain. This is this is this is very hot topic at the moment. You know, we just put in prison a rapper for just saying that the 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 king is a is a He's a thief, you know. He's going to prison now uh, for two years. Why our former king is in Abu Dhabi now because he's been proven to have been stealing money for I don't know for how many years for all his life, uh, and and now you know this is like are we crazy or what? What the hell is going on? And, I,
0: was thinking, and- I, was thinking, I was thinking what you're saying about Harry and like, but if you in I was I mean uh, you know whatever you know he can do what he wants. I mean like, Harry. <laughs> If you were in his position, like maybe you could change the what the monarchy is. Do you know what I mean? Like what it re- Like because like, I think the monarchy stands for something. Like to na- people nowadays think of the monarchy and they're like, why does this exist? Like you know, this is like a very dated thing. Blah 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 blah. But I think that there is a need for something new.
1: Continuity. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and like, ah, something new. Sorry. Maybe that's what the monarchy can be. You know, I like, I think that. You know, because the government, for example, is, it was created by the monarchy, right? No? Government
1: in the UK? Uh, In the UK, uh, no, in the UK, it's like uh, they decided that uh, they will coexist together, you know, the people, the, the, the people, the commoners, you know, and the king. And then they decided, you know, it's been like pacted. But this was like 500 years ago. And since then, that's how it is, you know. And, you know, the monarch, the queen, is the head of the state. And she represents, I think that that's what they represent, you know, continuity, you know, history, uh, sort of identity. A lot of people feel identified with that, you know, um, some countries, you know, in, in England, I think it's a huge uh, uh, institution, even though, pff, you know, probably a lot of people, they don't care, but I think that in England, they do, you know, it's like, I mean, when you take a pound, it's the face of the queen, you know, in Spain, it's the same, if you take a, a the euro is the is the face of the king, you know, in many countries in, in Denmark also they are very well loved, you know, monarchs, you know. I mean I think that in no, some I don't countries. Them.
0: You know, I don't dislike them. I, I just I just feel that um I feel like they're not doing a very good job of modernizing their views, you know. They need no. to change with the times and I think that they're not exactly very well. You know, even exactly. all, all of their representation, you know, you see these on the BBC News, for example, you see like royal royal correspondence. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the royal correspondents <laughs> all like so posh, like so posh. And like you can see that they've had like the best education available to man. And like, you know, like they're like, oh, the Queen, uh, and you're like, what the fuck, bro? Like, no one is to be able <laughs> to relate to what you're saying. And I like, so, with this so, British
1: accent, darling, yeah. the tea is surface five. <laughs> nice. But it really. yeah it's you know talking about harry and carnival because we just went off topic uh, a lot but you know do you remember i was living in england it was hilarious oh my god when harry i mean of course a lot of people didn't think it was funny he went to this party yeah (laughs) dressed up as a nazi and then oh my god it was all over the papers people went crazy like how dare do you i mean and i was like oh god but his uncle uh, openly supported the nazis during the second world war <laughs> yeah i mean and then and then he dressed up as a nazi and then they make you know crazy crazy Honestly, i don't know i just remember this uh um uh, when this happened you know uh talking about uh, monarchy and identity and how harry breaks up with everything because he thinks that that uh, institution doesn't represent him can we do that can we can any one of us do that you know okay this, why do, you, this... why, do you, why do you why do you
0: think he dressed up as a nazi
1: uh, of course, you know because that's what you do in carnival. You want to, you know, it's carnival. You know, I think that this has. I mean, it was not a carnival. I don't know what he dressed up as a Nazi in this party, which is a party. But you know, in carnival, that's what you do. You know, you uh, want to become someone who you deeply and unconsciously desire to be, but openly you would not be. You know, it's, it's a very, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a party of the subconscious, right? So, for instance, a lot of uh, men, they dress up as a priest, you know, or they dress up as, I don't know, stupid things, you know, I mean, nowadays people dress up as a very, um, you know, it's, it's like Halloween kind of, but back in the days, uh, the people, they dress up as uh, priests or noblemen just to mock up these roles in society because they have so much power, so you are attacking power. That's that's the purpose, that's the political purpose of Carnival, and it was so important for people because for once, they could have, they could openly protest uh, against this, you know, Uh, and it was allowed. Um, And why did he dress up as a Nazi? Because I think it was a sort of a, I I don't think he gave it so much thought, to be honest, but it's like kind of... It's ironic, isn't it? You know, you are so ironic in England. I think it was. It's. it's think, just I, like.
0: I think there's rumors that the, you know, the, the royal, you know, they have German heritage, right? And I think probably I remember watching a lot of videos saying that the saying that the British monarchy supported the Nazis. Um, I don't know if this was true or not, but I think like there was there's pretty solid evidence that they financed the Nazis, and um maybe maybe it was something to do with that. You know, maybe maybe okay. people told him, you know, like they at school or whatever or university, they were like, "Hey, your family supported enough." You know, maybe maybe he was like, "Hey, fuck you," and then like he put a costume. You know, do You know what I mean? Like something so yeah, weird. yeah,
1: yeah. I, I I think that is like weird. You know, there are things about this family that we will never know better not to know. But do you have you seen the show, the The Crown?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't. I've, the, the, I've seen like all of the seasons except I haven't watched like the second half of the last season.
1: Okay, but I don't know if you. Arrived to this episode in which this, like, I think it's a very uh, Ken Loach episode, uh, where this guy he's a minor. It's not a no. He's oh not a yeah, minor, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. A, I've seen that,
0: and and Prince Charles goes to stay with him.
1: Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, it's it's like this guy who just breaks in uh, the palace. Back in the oh, palace, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was a really weird episode. It was really
1: cool. Oh yeah, yeah. but isn't it fucking brilliant? You know, because I think it really represents what England was back in the time. I mean, like uh, it's like it's like social upheaval. You know, like so many people lost their jobs. You know, Margaret Thatcher was just killing the, the You know, the, the unions. You know, I mean, that woman was evil. <laughs> I'm sorry, but okay. I think that you can see very much how lefty I am
0: <laughs> in a way. Oh, but but, I, you know, I, 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 the thing is, I don't. I knew someone who was a minor, and he, he, like, he was um, the father of someone I was with, and he was a minor, and he, hate, he hated her guts. He hated her. And but, he, yeah, he, I mean, drank, he drank six or seven cans of beer every day. He went home from his job that he didn't enjoy. He had his house, he had his beer, and he was just like, this is my life. And he seemed, sorry, to be honest, he seemed very miserable um and i used to talk to him about margaret thatcher because i felt like that was the only thing that we could talk about you know like politics and and i felt like but he wasn't like a political guru or anything he knew a lot about that particular subject and um yeah i've never I've, he, the way he expressed it it wasn't like like rage you know like you get some kind of like rage or anger or anything like that it's like the anger. it seemed like so deep within him that he like most like, it was like you know, like it was like a silent assassin. Mm. Like he, like if he, if he would have, if if, if he could have done it without anyone finding out, yeah. he would have killed her. You know, it's like, it was yeah. like okay, it's like fucked up, you know. But like, but it, because it affected his whole family, generations. Yeah. Like he had like two or three generations above him that were minors. and it just got taken away because of this this fucking woman, you know.
1: She was brutal. I mean, and she was all or nothing. I mean, I think that's what it made her so brutal. You know, she was like uh, the winner takes it all. And she actually changed. You know, she she introduced uh, liberalism into uh, the little island. But 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 yeah. Anyway, Margaret Thatcher is a podcast by by herself. Okay. But but yeah, no wonder they hated her because she you you know wow, you know, and they and people strike and strike and then she just didn't. She just, I mean, she was just like brutal, brutal, honestly. And and then, you know, I love that. I love that specific episode because I think it's very Ken Loach And I love, I mean, I love it. I think it's so surreal. You know, this guy who is like, it's like the full Monty, you know, every day yeah. he goes to this unemployment thing, you know, nothing is going on, you know, he has, it's terrible because, you know, we don't think about, um, you know, how a, an economic crisis like this, how affects your life, you know, and your your self-esteem, your everything, you know. It's, it's, it's not just economic crisis it's everything you know it's like it's, it's, it's yeah uh, and then it was like the the atmosphere right uh, back in the days in england i guess that for so many people and i love that episode because i think that it really is like a a, a very good contrast you know between one world which is the monarchy with all this pomp, pomposity you know i' <laughs> like what and then on the other hand you have a country that is striking that is, is striking for for survival you know so I love that episode. So if you haven't seen the show, I recommend it. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. Have you seen, um, have you seen that
0: Ken Loach movie, um, I, Daniel Blake? Have you seen that? I
1: haven't seen that one yet, but I love Ken Loach. I think he's one of the greatest directors of our times. Um, but not that I haven't seen that one yet. Watch it
0: because it's, it's, it's something to do with that. It's like, um, uh, just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: but yeah, I'm, I'm going back to all this uh, that we we're talking about <clears throat> identity and... I wonder how do we identify ourselves these days? You know, because we are. For me, for instance, you know, I am a worker. I am a social. Uh, how do you say, like?
0: Social yeah, I mean,
1: well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well, Yeah, I, am definitely middle class or low class. I mean, I don't know in which category. And and actually, is I wonder, like people, do we people think these days in in those terms of middle class, high class? I I think that we have society that is still very, uh, very much like this, but we don't think, can, I mean, we don't think anymore in, in, in those terms, do we? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, well, I, I, don't... I don't,
0: but I mean, I do meet people that do, you know, like I, when I got, like I was saying about kind of like the surname thing, like I got to Panama and I, I met a friend and I went to her house for dinner or something with some other friends and uh, her mom, met me because she said this is my friend he's english immediately the mom was being like you're english you know like it's like oh my god you're english you know this fucking thing that's been indoctrinated into people all over the world this like false idea of what an english person is and then we <laughs> went, went in and sat down and she was like she was like why are you here? And i was just like oh my mom's Panamanian." she immediately like what's your mom's surname and i said what my mom's surname was and then she was like hmm I haven't, I haven't heard of this. I haven't heard of this. And I was like, "Do you want to know my dad's surname? My dad's surname is Hardy." And she was like, "I haven't," she was like, "I haven't heard of Hardy." And I was like, "Oh, really? I haven't heard of yours either. It's not very common in the UK, you know." So it's like, was, you know, it's like one of the, it's one of those things because like, but then I did say to her afterwards, like, because it irritated me a lot. I said, because I didn't want to be rude because I was in a house, obviously. And uh, but I did say to her, like, no one, you know, no one has ever asked me this before in my life, and it's true, no one had ever asked me that. And and so it's it's a it's a sign of status because this family's they're a rich family, they're a they're a, a name or whatever in, in in Panama, and they have like it's a small it's like small small town mentality, like you know, you're the you're the you're the, you're the bully at the playground or whatever, and you you choose you pick and choose who you're. You know all of that shit so i don't i personally don't um i do i do think it exists here in panama like in a big way in a big big way so um, the, the thing
1: is that no the thing is that i think it still works it's still there <laughs> but people we don't think ourselves i mean we don't see the world like that anymore and maybe i don't know this is a question that i that i just asked myself and whoever is listening. Like if this is something that uh, is good, or we need to actually uh, um, create an identity on because definitely those uh, categorizations and categories of the world, you know, they exist and people apply them. You know, like this woman that you are talking about, and and they are there, implicit, you know, or very explicit in some in some in some in some cases you know and if we are not aware of who we are then of course they they will they will use us as they want you know these people who create agendas and blah 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 and if we don't know who we are anymore and we are just lost in this noise that media creates and in all these things uh, that we consume you know then they will they will do of us whatever they want you know um which i don't know maybe maybe it's good maybe we are moving forward or maybe it's but who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Can I have a coffee? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Basically, you know, this this thing of identity, I think is really, um, it's kind of important for me. For me, it's very important, honestly. Uh, and sometimes uh, for a while, we also need to break it. We need to break it and we need to don't get imprisoned in those very, very uh, reductive definitions of who you are, right? Mm. But but I think that it's important, you know. Causes and it, it causes a lot of
0: pain as well. Like I, I if I'm being honest, like yeah. getting a bit more personal. Like I I felt like just getting a little bit more personal, right? So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I like I, I felt I felt like insecure about you know where i come from in, in at points, you know, because I think it's kind of like especially in Panama, it's kind of like a strange thing because so I met um a couple of a couple of situations, like when I got here. You know, I'm not from a a a wealthy family. You know, I come from like a working class family, and then my you know over the years I've been part of (laughs) this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been I've been fortunate enough to have opportunities to to better myself. I guess to 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 improve my 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 all round intelligence and magnificence. And so (laughs) I think that you know I've been lucky. But then you come to Panama, and automatically people see you as like. Something special because you're English. It's it's not true, you know. Obviously, I think I'm special, but not because I'm English. You know, you should think you're special. Everyone should think they're fucking special. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't cancel me, everyone. So the thing is that I, I think that I think that this is the way it is. And, and I I struggled with that because I'm like, this isn't real. Like what you think of me. Is you're basing it on something that you don't even know. Like there's no logic to what you're to what you to what you're saying to me. Like because I say I'm English, you're like, oh, excuse me, what does that mean? Like oh what? Oh it's so cold yeah. in England. Oh the royal family I have nothing to do with. Oh you know what what is this shit? And so and so when I, when you know like when you when you experience that all the time, but then you know like I know my background and it almost makes me feel like it almost highlights it more and it makes me feel like i need to be more like i i should i need to be more or something it's kind of a, a weird a weird. it's not something yeah. think about a lot but it's been something you know that i've thought about definitely yeah, yeah and, but um, you know i uh, yeah. sorry
1: i was gonna say that you are experiencing this from the privileged side of the of the of the coin. Because imagine that you are from Africa, you know, and let's say that you are from, we said before, Senegal. Let's say you are from Senegal. Let's see how do you experience being a Senegalese? Uh, how do you say a Sen- uh, person from Senegal, Senegalese uh, in uh, Denmark or in Iceland or in Spain? In Spain, you know, because we are racist there. Yeah, or so. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, even, you know, it's crazy. It's, it, it's bloody crazy. You know, I am in Denmark. Um, and being Spanish in Denmark is not a uh, high status, <laughs> you know, but uh, I spoke about this with uh, my friends from Bulgaria and Poland, and they say, like, Raquel, but you say that you are Spanish, and it's like, oh, cool, you know, if you say that you are from Poland, it's like, mm. Mm. and I'm like, what? And then they say that, yes, they experience this with people, you know, so I like, aren't we all European? I mean, yeah. Spanish here
0: is like, like, almost like English.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, I don't want to really, I mean, for me, I have to say that I didn't uh, experience my national identity like something painful, even though, you know, I was really, like, uh, shocked when I went to England, and then I remember uh, (laughs) one of my colleagues, he was like, oh, Raquel, like Manuel, because it was faulty towers, you know, it was this Spanish guy who didn't speak English, and I was like, what? I'm like what an asshole! But you know, it's like it's
0: like
1: because <laughs> you know because I have this uh, thing of me that I don't give a shit uh, what you think about my country and my nationality, and also because I don't feel fully identified with that.
0: Yeah, right. uh,
1: so for me, it's like I mean, I love Spain. Don't take me wrong. You know, I love it. You know, and I think that uh, yeah, it's very beautiful. I mean, for many many reasons, of course, and I am Spanish, so whatever that means. But um, but but I don't feel. Fully identify with that, you know, I remember last year I went to England uh, before Brexit, uh, right before Brexit, actually, and there were like some um, advertisements, huge advertisements, you know, and there was one from HSBC, I think it was, and it said like uh, a country is not uh, your land, you know, whatever is where you feel at home, right? And then you know, I posted it in Instagram, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's really true," you know. And in that case, you know, the UK is also my country, you know. And my sister was like, "But you are from Spain," <laughs> and she's so, you know, for my for for a lot of people out there, it does have a lot of meaning. And and for you, if you say that you don't really feel like that, you might sound like a very uh, how you say a snob. For a lot of people, it's like, "Oh, you're so fucking a snob," but it's like it's true, you know. I, I lived in Spain like. 19 years, and then I moved to Ireland, and then I moved to the UK, and now I am in Denmark. For me, nationalities, of course, you know, but I also see this from the very privileged uh, side of the story, right? Because, again, you know, even there is people, there are thousands of people who don't have nationality.
0: Yeah, but, you the, know, like but, but, also, but also this is something that we, because I, I agree 100% with what you're saying, but it's something also that we can't feel guilty about because it still happens, no. you know what I mean? Like, even even if it's not judgment in this like terrible way, you know, like, which is like, you're less, mm-hmm. like, it's still it's still judgment. Judgment is judgment, Yeah. in like, whatever yeah, form, yeah. it's judgment. And it's not something that's yeah. positive because it's not true, it's, it's a lie. Yeah,
1: but how, how do we stop from, I mean, because for me, this is one of my main questions here. Like, how do we stop people from overcoming those prejudices? Those prejudices you, you know you, like how do you get people to
0: overcome the prejudices
1: yeah um, prejudices uh, yeah sorry <laughs> thank you yeah how, how, how do we make and i don't think that we will be able uh I, I mean i wish you know for me my ideal world it would be a world with no prejudices according to color of their skin or nationality um, or genre also or, or sexual orientation because i think that this is this would be like a really cool world to live in but in practice as you said at the beginning, also we all we all need some sort of organization, and that's needed, you know. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I wish that people was not so, you know. Yeah, let's call it by the name. Let's call it racist, because it's not. I mean, if I am a Spanish and I hate people from um, Romania, I don't know, then pff, I'm an idiot, basically. But if I if I hate people because they are black or white, I am a racist. So racism is just against
0: color of skin. So okay. I, I I met um I, I went out with some friends like this was maybe like two and a half years ago. Uh, and I we just happened to meet this group of English people. Mm-hmm. And um they were English these English girls and we were we were talking to them, started talking to one and then she started telling me about this is a strange side strange thing. She said she started talking about like uh dating Latin men, right? Mm-hmm. And she, she, she seemed pretty heartbroken about this. You know, she was like, um, like they, she felt that they didn't take her seriously and all of this sort of stuff and blah, 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 And I was like, you know, like they're not, but like, I'm sure not, not all Latin men are like that. You know, these are the ones that, you know, you've come across and blah, 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 blah. And she asked me what I liked. And I was honest. And I said, I personally find, uh, Latin women very attractive and, because i find them like more in general i'm like, generalizing i find i find latin women in general more like passionate more like there's something it's just something different right i don't maybe it's something maybe it's just because maybe it's because my mom's latin and i love my mom i don't know but like it might be something like that right? but that's the truth and she got so offended she got so <laughs> offended because she was english and she was like What? Yeah. How can you? How can you say that? And I was like, What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? How can I say that? And then she started saying that it was only the only reason I felt that way is because I was English in Panama, and I was like, So what you're saying to me is that the only reason people find me attractive is because I'm in Panama? That's not true. Because I was in England, and people like everyone finds different people attractive. But what she was saying, the essence of what she was saying, was so like um like coming from such a superior like mentality you know like oh so we you're English and therefore people look at you that way but in England you would be nothing because they're English people it's so much better you know it's like you're a fucking idiot right. you know it was really it was a she got angry, she, got so angry. She, uh, yeah. she went to all of her friends because me and I were getting on really well and I think she was just she literally took it very personally like almost as if I was yeah. saying like I don't like you but that's not what I was saying. I was just saying in general, you know what I'm saying? And then she, she went to all her friends and was like, this guy is back in the way. And it's just like, I don't
1: know. We do, that, we do that all the time, Richard. And I think that for me, there was a time in my life when I also needed that sort of identification with something, with some values, with some, you know, and I, and I kind of, uh, you know, I feel, you know, I am very, I was, sorry, and now I think that I don't give a shit. I mean, now I can get into these debates and I am very cool. You know, f- f- finally, but of course I get very fiery, <laughs> but, but but I don't really care. But but you know, there was a time when I got really crazy because in Spain, if you feel a Spanish, you are a fascist. Okay. okay. Oh, there was this fashion. I, I don't know if it's still there, but I, I found it completely. I mean, of course, it's coming from from a very um, you know, it's coming from the from the history we had with uh, with Frank, You know, but uh, hello if I feel Spanish, if I love the Spanish flag. I remember when Spain won the World Cup, I had this huge Spanish flag in, in my room, you know, and I just wrap it around me and I just put a picture in Facebook. My God, you know, I was so hot. But I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> first first I was hot in that picture. Yes, you know, those, that was like 20 years ago. But second, you know, I was really like, uh, I was really surprised because uh, a few people, they were like, what are you doing in a Spanish flag? You know, this is so fastest. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was completely I like have so
0: I would have, I mean I love football and I would have been so proud to have been Spanish. Like I was, yeah, prou- it was, I it was, was proud just like watching it because I thought because yeah, yeah. the football that the Spanish team played when they won the World Cup and the Euros was just by like, the best football I've ever seen. So it's kind it of was really cool. it was incredible, <laughs> incredible, incredible I was
1: season. in I was in London, it was a huge party and but anyway, do you know and, and and I think that it was a time in my life when I was trying to find um Yeah, I remember when I was living in Ireland and I went back to Spain. I really, honestly, I wanted to do like the Pope. I wanted to kiss the floor. You know, I was like, oh, Spain, Spain. (laughs) And I was, I I miss it so much, you know. And then, uh, then this thing evolved. So I cannot say that I don't understand at all people who feel so connected to their country. It's a narrative. A country is a narrative, (laughs) you know. Uh, But, but yeah, we are blind and, and then, that's why, for me, it's a bit frustrating to see all the things that people is doing and believing in the name of whatever, but, but also, for me, it's, it's, it's very difficult. It's almost impossible to bring these people out of this little framework they have done in yeah. their minds, you know, and, and I wish, you know, I wish we could change nationalities, you know, it's just like, and we see it every day, you know, and, and we see it with people who have studied, who have moved around you know, who have been Erasmus or who are like Spaniards living in Sweden or Spaniards living in Poland or whatever, and they are still judging others, you know, by national, I mean, it's so boring. I mean honestly, this narrative is so boring, but it's been with us forever. This is I think we will never get What?
0: What 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 Identity on social media. What do you think about that?
1: Identity in social media, uh, yeah, let's talk, you know, like, I mean, I have never pretended to be,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I have never, I have never pretended to be, uh, you know, only once in my life, I pretended to be uh, a woman from Argentina, just because I was watching so many, yes, yes, honestly, I was watching so many soap operas from Argentina, in Spain, they were very famous, so we were watching a lot of, uh, you know, and I, I, okay, I love Argentinian accent. I mean, it's just like, I find it so like, I know, I know, know lots, lots of Argentinian assholes. Yes, yes, my father my father, does, my father, is not really fond of Argentinians, but then I have to say that uh, we had so many Argentinian people coming in the 90s to Spain, and anyway, I really like the accent, and I could do it back in the days, I could uh, imitate the Argentinian accent pretty well, and then I, I went to Madrid in a trip, in a school trip, and all of a sudden, I found myself talking like an Argentinian person to this guy, and he was like, oh, uh, and he started to ask me, like, oh, are you from Argentina? You know, he was Argentineo, like, yeah. yes, yes. And then he was like, ah, oh, where, where are you from? I was like, uh, Buenos Aires. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so I was crazy. pretending to oh. be someone. Yes. So <laughs> fucking so stupid. But then I thought, oh, my God, this is so fun. Yeah. Which is something that I could never do. Because every time I open my mouth when I speak in English, I mean, OK, I, I think I, you know, when I lived in England, funnily enough, you know, I think I have such a thick Spanish accent. Uh, but a lot of people in England, I think that they were really like uh, confused because, you know, I'm so tall and they were like, where are you from? Serbia? Russia? You know, and they started to say all these characters. I don't know. I mean, maybe people in England, they think that tall people, they only come from this part of the I world. Do, you, know? I you, I, you
0: sound so Spanish. You look Spanish as well. You don't look... I, I do. Maybe you, you, could know? Be like, you could be like French, Italian or Spanish
1: no french no french no please no <laughs> <laughs> no, no yeah i, I really like french but but you know it's like it's like i also pretended to be Fra- french once in france you know i really like playing these games i don't know why then it lasts for two seconds and then but being someone else uh no i have never done that i think that once yes sorry another example i did this oh god uh, I,
0: just want to say, I just want to say um I was joking about the Argentinians, although I do know a few Argentinians. It <laughs> yeah, Argentinians I know. Doesn't mean Argentinians are assholes. It just means these assholes I know happen to be Argentinians.
1: Yeah, thank you for the clarification because yeah. probably
0: now you know a lot yeah, of yeah, people yeah. they will yeah. be like, "Oh my God, yeah. what the fuck!"
1: But yeah, no, I have, I haven't pretended to be someone that. I mean, I don't pretend to be someone that I am not. Uh, maybe um, no, but I, a lot of people they do that.
0: I, mean, I, do I, I don't know if I've done that. I think that... I've definitely thought... Have you seen that movie Catch Me If You Can? You've seen that, right? Yes. Don't know the, the you know, classics. where he's a, <laughs> a doctor and a blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, you know, cool. I admire that. I really do. Hey, do you remember do You remember? I gave that guy
1: $250? Yes. What happened without the story? Please tell the story and then tell us Absolutely the ending. Nothing.
0: Um, like the, <laughs> he didn't give me the money back. Anyway, so the story was that uh i was it was christmas eve and i was walking in the mall and i was trying to look for a present for my stepdad because i wanted to get him something really nice because i don't usually spend that much money on these presents and blah 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 so anyway i was walking along and this guy's walking beside me and he just goes like next to me he just goes like uh he's american he's like do you know hey do you know where the? do you know where the jewelry store? no he's like uh, But do you you know where the jewelry shop is or whatever? And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, "Um, I need to find a pawn shop because I need to sell my watch. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I just got in a taxi. I'm from Afghanistan. I just came to see my family. I'm going on transit to Costa Rica. And I left my everything in the taxi. So I was like, oh, shit, man. Oh, fuck. So I was like, okay, look, we can go, I can show you where this is and blah, 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 blah. So we're walking on the way there. And then I'm like, I, he was telling me the story of how, you know, he needed to get there. His flight was at six, he was in a rush and blah, blah, blah. blah. And I, he was like, have you, have you got, I, was like, I can help you. Like, I can help you in some way. Have you got, like, and he said, have you got PayPal? And I was like, yes, but I don't think it works. So I looked at my PayPal. It didn't work for whatever reason. And I was like, okay, look, this guy needs to see his family. So I'm going to try and be a good person for once in my life. And I'm going to give him, <laughs> for once in my life, I'm going to be good. And I think, and I said, oh, all right, look, what I can do is I can help you, but how are you going to give me the money back? And he was like, I don't have anything, you know? But he was so convincing. And as I was saying this to him, this, he had this little burner phone, like a little phone, and someone rang him, right? And in my head, I thought I thought he lost all of his stuff. So I asked him, "How did you get the phone?" And he said, "I was talking to a policewoman, and she kindly gave me, you know, she kindly gave me this little burner phone to use." And I was like, "Okay," but I didn't really think about it too much because this guy was super convincing, right? So then he starts getting on the phone, and he's like, "Hey, how are you doing? Uh, how are you doing, Sarah? How are you doing?" And then there's like, da, da, da. and he and he's like, he's like this is my captain. This is my captain." And I'm like, oh, "All right, babe. <laughs> good for you. You're in the army." And, and then he goes like, and then he goes, um, he starts saying all of these, like, you know, in the army, they go like, Alpha, Tango, Romeo, you know, all that shit. Yeah, he I know how that. to do that, I just have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he had this piece of paper and he was like, Alpha, Tango, Romeo. And I was like, oh my God, this guy needs business. You know, he's in the army. So, yeah. at that point, I was his, you know, I was his. I was all, I was all over this story, right? And I was like, shit, this is like a movie so then i go like okay give me your email address so he gave me his email address and i asked him to give me his second one i don't know why i did that it's like i wanted some security or something and i was like i'm gonna give you so i'm gonna give you a hundred and no 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 no. his boss told him that the flight in the phone he was like i just found the flight for 180 dollars okay and i was like i can i've got that I've got, I got, I've got that free. You know, I can, I can help you. I was like, I can help you, and he was like, I was like, why don't I come to the airport with you? And he was like, but I haven't got a passport. Like, how can you? And whatever. There were things that he was saying that, upon reflection, they did not make any sense. Right. But because I was naive, I was like, okay, I want to help this guy. So I went to the cash point, gave him the, took out two hundred and fifty because I was being so fucking nice because it was Christmas. I was like have an extra <laughs> have extra food <laughs> have, have if you need some food have some extra <laughs> and then so I gave him like 250 and it was really weird because he was so he looked so stressed the whole time he was so stressed that was actually the biggest thing that convinced me of this guy
1: yeah, it, because of because
0: he was stressed so I literally gave him the money and he just took it and he was like thank you thank you I gotta go I gotta go and he, and he left mm-hmm. and I remember looking at him Running away, like kind of walking with my like, money. <laughs> is he walking away like that because he's stealing my money? Or is he walking away because he needs to go to, you know, get this flight? So hmm. anyway, in my head, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna like, if I get the money, I'm gonna get the money. But in my heart, I kind of felt like I'd been con. And but I was okay with it. You know, I was like, this guy's a good con man, he deserves that money. So I was like, he gave he I emailed him. And after I emailed him, he replied. He replied to my fucking email. Okay. He said, hey, I just want to make sure this is you. Um, hope you've got your family okay. Da, 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 da. And he replied. And he said, Yes, <laughs> hi, Rich, great. Said, blah, blah, blah. I'll give you the money as soon as I'm back. I emailed again, like I emailed him again, like two weeks later. Hadn't heard anything from him, and I haven't responded. He hasn't responded.
1: Kids, this is what happens when you are a good person. But you know, I have to say that uh, karma works. So karma will come back. You will have some money coming at no, some I point. Mean, I don't know.
0: It's, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, it's not. It's not. Like I care about the money. It's just. I. I think when I was doing it, I was like, it's Christmas Eve.
1: Yeah, this is the typical.
0: Yeah, this is this is a test. I was like, this is a test of humanity. If humanity is a piece of shit, he will steal my money. If humanity <laughs> is like great and you know just <laughs> <but they're>, <laughs> in the world of good people, then he will give me my money back. Look what happened.
1: This is what happens when you ask the universe. You know, I remember I remember like nine years ago when it was not not years or seven years ago, I was fed up with the mark, or honestly, like everything was going wrong. I was like, fucking hell, you know, I'm fed up with this country, you know, I just nothing nothing works, you know, I'm just exhausted. And then I was home. I was in my in my in a right, anyway, I was home. And I was just like, okay, I need a sign from the universe. And then I thought, honestly, this is a true story, right? Uh, so please, people, don't ask the universe because they will <laughs> they will send you the sign that you are looking for. But anyway, I was like, I need a sign from the fucking universe if I have to stay in Denmark. This idiot, you know, and I was thinking of a guy who hadn't run me for one year. Or I don't know, an idiot, a psychopath. And I was like, If this guy calls me, because I was thinking of someone who could not call me at all, you know, and I was like, if this idiot calls me now, this is a sign that I need to leave this country. You know, and suddenly, you know, I hear like pee-pee in the computer. And, what you heck? know, I have been talking to my sister and I was like, okay, what does she want now? And I go to my computer and I swear to God, it was a message from this guy who I haven't spoke to for one year.
0: That's and great. I
1: was like, ole, ole, yes, it was like, I, I thought I was going to have a heart attack because I was fucking scary, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then, and then I just blocked him immediately afterwards, I blocked him from Facebook. <laughs> <It's important, laughs> without rem- as as yes.
0: Yeah, because well, I thought I think you it was like, you to contact you.
1: no, I didn't, you know, I was just, okay. The thing is that I was, I, I was having a bad day and then I was like, you know, kind of, I didn't want to leave Denmark, but I was so fed up and I was like, I need a sign from the universe. If this, and then I thought of the most, uh, you know, th- I mean, which, which is, uh, from all my contacts, who on earth will never contact me again? This guy. And then I thought, okay, if this guy writes me now, then I need to leave this guy. So, no, you know, I was kind of looking for something that it was impossible, but the impossible fucking happened. So sometimes it happens when you ask the universe, you know, the universe will tell you like, Raquel, there's nothing impossible for me. You know,
0: woman? <laughs> I've, I've thought you about, know. I've thought about mess, like e- emailing this guy again and being like, not angry, be. but just being like, well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's any point. But also, I do think there is a point, like to be nice, to be nice to, him, you know. But to say like, you know, you, come you on, say, get, you know, yeah. mate, you need to get your shit together. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. going around on Christmas Eve, like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> okay, like <laughs> making up wait it you know being needing to go and visit a family and all of that he, he should get his he needs to get his life together but anyway <laughs> that, that's his but that's his problem maybe i need to get my life together maybe i need to like start saving money instead of giving it away
1: no but you should tell him like thanks to you now i think that the entire humanity is shit.
0: so yeah. that's on you bitch. <laughs> yeah, make him feel bad. No, no no i don't i don't, I don't yeah. think so but but it does also... curiosity about him replying to the first email that's, that's what makes me want to message him again. Because I'm like, why did you reply?
1: Maybe just to to play alone. I mean... Fucking
0: weird. That's like, that is the thing that annoys me. Like, why would he yeah. want me to keep believing him? I was fucking nice to him. That doesn't make yes. sense. Like, why would he string me along after he's got the money and I'm never going to see him again?
1: I, I think it's an art, you know, like people pretending to, you know, because this, for me, it would be impossible. Okay, I work in sales. And it, it doesn't mean that I lie to people, you know, but you have to have, like, communication skills, you know, you need, I mean, for me, the most important thing in sales is to listen, you know, to listen to people, to, 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 yeah, basically to listen, and then, of course, you have to support them, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like, uh, some people is amazing, you know, and there are, like, I can't tell when someone who is a good seller, you know, is lying. Because it's like th- this is bullshit. You know, there are there are two different types of uh, salesmen or saleswoman. You know, the liars and the honest people. You know, Who and you the liars. You know, uh, that's a good question. You know, I think that I think that uh, the bullshitters they can sell a lot. You know, but then at the end of the day, I don't know if they if they can sleep at night because uh, you know. Uh, I you know, I used do, to right? work. I
0: think they do. I think they sleep well, but. Okay. I Maybe not
1: very. No, it's it's horrible. You know, I was working as a sales uh, woman. Do you know these kind of people who are on the phone uh, and then you have to ring? uh... Yeah, I did that for three months when I came back to, uh, when I was, um... because after Cambridge, I went back to Spain and I was doing that job for three months and I left it because I was like, fuck it, you know, I I, I cannot do this ever again (laughs) in my entire life. Because first of all, I was selling a product that I hadn't seen physically. What was it? Uh, It was just like a phone thing. It was like a mobile phone thing. And then I had to call people like randomly, of course. And, you know, some people, you know, they were, I could hear, you know, they were old people, you know, and I was like, this, this, this is not, no, I don't want to do this job. You know, it's, it's one of the few jobs I quit it in my life because it's like, not, not, not because I have another job or anything. It's just, I quit it because that was so anti me. No, I couldn't do it. But, you know, in that company, there were amazing uh, salespeople, you know, I mean, Amazing liars, basically, you know, amazing people who, who they, they, they have a pitch and then they're, have you seen the wall, the wolf of wall street? Yeah. Uh, I love that movie, you know? Yeah. That that guy genius, huh? Mm -hmm. Fucking genius. That guy. I mean, another thing is that you agree with what he did or not, but that guy was a genius, you know, and, and when he picked the phone and then he was teaching the others to do it, you know, like, just do it, sell it. (laughs) But anyway.
0: What it I, I just i sold sorry. i sold fruit <laughs> the, i sold fruit and vegetables i sold uh, like organic it was like the easiest thing to sell ever and the money was so good. <laughs> like when you tr- when you're traveling around right you just need a job which is like gives you enough money to be comfortable and i was earning like i think like two thousand five hundred dollars a month and it but was cash it. it was cash yeah, you percent. know and i was like 22 or 23 years old and it was like a it was a, a, a country a country uh company called Aussie Farmers and they used to sell like everything was organic made by Australian farmers and uh you basically my job was to go door to door with a menu had this little fucking (laughs) menu and we'd have different packages of fruit and vegetables that would be delivered like once a week and we'd like take the take the packets and then put them blah 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 anyway so the job was like I'd be like Hi, I'm from Aussie Farmers. How are, you? know, like fucking <laughs> the hippie guy. I used to have long time. Like, oh, hi, I'm from Aussie Farmers. Like, I'm just going around door to door and we're just selling these fruit and vegetables. <laughs> would you like to help, like, you know, support the Australian farmers and also it's really healthy produce? You know, would you like to be healthier? Blah, 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 blah. And they just had to, like, basically sign something. And then for me, that was like $100. I and like, then you should. Boom. You, should,
1: you should have <laughs> say like it's been produced by the Aboriginal people, you yeah, know, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: generation. Stolen uh, generation. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stolen generation.
1: You know, like this little retain thing when there are these two ladies, two, two British ladies, and then one of them is like, oh, this is amazing, you know, she's trying some food and it's like, "It is amazing, who made it? And yeah. it's like, oh, my, my uncle from India, you know, and then she pukes, you know, <laughs> like <that>. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's
1: fucking well, hilarious. I haven't seen that but, yeah. so long. Children. Oh, I, I used to love it. Oh, God, you know, I used to cry laughing with those with those guys. But, you know, I really like, I really, yeah, when you say, I mean, yeah, I think that, you know, you were talking about before this guy who, who yeah, who did that to you in Christmas Eve. And, uh, I think that the, the, the city the where you get that sort of harassment every two meters, you know, I've never experienced anything like that in any other city in Europe, is Paris. Paris, the city of love, my ass. Paris is, the city, Paris is the city where you will get stolen, you know? I mean, honestly, you walk two steps and then someone comes trying to steal something from you. It's fucking stressful. You know, and I lived in London for five years. London, London is like, uh, yeah, you know, it's just like a uh, high adrenaline city, you know, but I felt, well, you know, they stole my wallet like twice in London, but yeah, it was my fault. I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, I just had it in my pocket uh, in a cafe
0: ever only in
1: panama yeah i i had three times in my life twice my wallet in london and uh once uh uh five euros i mean that idiot who stole my 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 five fucking euros he was in a train in spain oh god you know i made a, i made a drama huge drama <laughs> well, what,
0: <laughs> because you, i knew what happened what, what, why did you take Bajur? i mean
1: I knew it was him, you know, I was doing the interrail uh, and, you know, I, I travel all across Europe, nothing happens. I am in Spain and this fucking idiot you know, steals my five euros. You know, I was, you know, I, I of course you know, I come from Denmark where you can leave your Mac, you are in the, in the cafe, you know, and you leave your Mac, you go for a shit, you know, and you go, go back to the table in the cafe and your Mac is there. Hello, yeah. people, thank you. You know, I mean, of course, you know, you need to be careful, but it's a very nice country Uh, in that respect. I feel very Nothing happens, basically. Well, I shouldn't say this, but anyway, the thing is that um, it's very safe here, you know, so I am in this trusty mood, you know, and I'm in the train, I'm very happy, I'm getting to Spain after traveling for four days, blah, blah. And then I I am in this wagon in the train where there's only like this guy sitting next to me and then two women on the front, right? Anyway, I'm going for a pee. And I was reading my my with my iPad and everything, you know. And I leave everything open, you know. My my how fucking stupid can you be? I don't know, Richard. You and I, honestly, we are two big idiots, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you trust people, right? Why really not? Is, like complaining about how other people take advantage of our idiocy.
1: Yeah, this <laughs> is humani- I mean, yeah, human. Honestly, humanity sucks. Idiots of humanity. Fuck you, you know, but anyway, I am in the train and I have my wallet, I have 30 euros cash, not so much. But anyway, I'm going to have a pee. I come back. And then when I came back, you know, I saw my 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 um ugh, my backpack is in the floor. And I was like, How? Why? Anyway, and then I pick it up, you know, my my iPad, everything was in the seat. So and then, but you know, when I saw that my backpack was in the floor, I look at the guy, the guy was just reading a book, just like Minding his business, that like just pretending that he hadn't done anything, and then I look at the at the back, and I just uh, take my wallet, and I see that um, uh, sorry, I have thirty euros cash, and the, I only have five euros left, right? And then I'm like, hello, my other twenty five euros? where the fuck are they? You know, I look at that guy, at the guy again, just really like pissed, you know, giving him the eye, and I'm like, excuse me, and he's like, uh, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, but uh, did you see anyone coming in the wagon while I was in the toilet? And he was like, No. I was like, Are you sure? And he was like, Yeah. And he was like, uh, And he was so nervous. I was like, uh, Why? Why uh, did anything happen? And I was like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> but
0: why? But why would he steal your money? Why would he be sitting on the train next to you and take exactly. Your money? Exactly. And then exactly. your bag falls on the floor, and he. Exactly. Like, why did about- he try and hide it? I don't get it.
1: I mean I mean well wait and then you know I was just like I was like no I mean I'm sorry man you're a fucking idiot you know and just for being idiot you need to be cut because honestly. And I was like, Oh really? You didn't see anyone I'm like, but my money disappeared from my from my wallet. I was like, Oh yeah, from mine too. And I was like, and you are there sitting doing nothing?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> and and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly I like, and, and
1: then i was thinking okay this guy is fucking retarded and i was like because if you're gonna do it do it right and i was like okay and i was like i cannot believe that you are there sitting there you know and, and you have been stolen and you're doing nothing i'm going to call the you know the, the guy who comes to check the ticket and then the guy was super nervous you know he went to the toilet he came back he, and then we stopped in this station and i was like i think that we should uh, we should call the police so you know because we've been stolen and he was like, no, 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 I prefer not to call the police. And I was like, no, no, but I want to call the police. Anyway, when the train stopped, you know, and, and I called the guy who, who came to check the tickets and the guy just ran, he left the train and I went straight to the police, you know, and the police was a like very hot Jan uh, police guy. And I told him, you know, I just been stolen here you know, 25 years. <laughs> I mean, it was not too much, but I was so pissed. Yeah. I was so angry. I was like, how the fuck this happens in Spain with this guy who is a fucking idiot? And, and then did anyway.
0: The,
1: that the police came, you know, I mean, the I mean, like five policemen, you know, just you know, and then the, the, the guy was like, But are you okay? Did he do and I was like, No, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, but you know, I'm just angry because he was an idiot, and then and then he was like, Well, I mean, where did you did he attack you to steal the and I was like no? I went to the toilet. <laughs> and the police was like, You went to the toilet and you left your back uh, in the seat. I was like, yes, I know, yeah, but I come from Denmark and this thing doesn't, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, okay, like shut the fuck, I'm just <laughs> so stupid. But then again, yeah, why anyone has to put his dirty hand in my fucking backpack, you know, and still, you're an idiot, idiot, you know, because he didn't even take my iPad, he didn't take, well, if he took my iPad, I would have tortured him to death, honestly. And I... Why didn't he just,
0: I... what I don't understand is why he didn't take the money and leave. I think he... Why did he sit uh, down? Like-
1: exactly, exactly. Because he thought, the idiot, he thought that I wouldn't have realized. And if the backpack was in the seat, I wouldn't have realized. You know, I, I am going for a pee, I'm going back, I'm coming so back to bad, the seat. What, terrible. And what And then, you know, just I, I just suspected because my backpack was in the floor. Anyway, uh, uh, humanity shit. This is the This is the conclusion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the name of the podcast. Humanity. This is the conclusion
1: of the podcast.
0: Nah. If we are going
1: to finish, can I say a couple of things? I don't know. Do you want to finish or do we? Yeah, want yeah. To talk I think, about... yeah. I think we
0: should finish it up. Yeah, I think we covered a lot. Okay.
1: okay. First of all, a word of advice for anyone doing the interrail these days. Please, yeah. if you go for a pee, bring your backpack with you. You know, don't leave money in. Uh... If you come from Sweden, the same. <laughs> Spain is a dangerous country. No, Spain is really nice, but sometimes it happens. But uh, no, I wanted to say that uh, mm. today, uh, my friend Rosa from Spain, but she doesn't listen to this podcast because she doesn't speak English, but I will tell her that I say happy birthday to her. Um, and also my friend Angela and her uh, husband Peter, they just had a baby. So welcome to the world, uh, Camino. Don't be, you know, let's make a contribution to humanity. Be good. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure she will be. But, um, but yeah, congratulations to the new parents. Uh, that's amazing. And uh, yeah, that's basically. I, ha- I have
0: some friends as well, but I don't want to take the glory away from. Uh, <laughs> when I'm from... Recently, yeah. <laughs> no, but I I'm have not. to say, um, yeah. Let <laughs> me say, was... you, know, you want to keep the glory, okay?
1: I keep the the glory, and I have to congratulate my friend Angela because amazing, <laughs> eh? She delivered in one hour, amazing.
0: I had a story. I had a story about my phone being stolen in Panama, but I forgot.
1: To say. Oh please enlight us you know Panama a dangerous territory I was I
0: I went out one day in uh, in Panama and I was walking back to my apartment it was like 4 in the morning and I was walking back alone and I remember like this this guy uh, I remember looking down the street it was in like a nice part of Panama as well and this guy was walking down the street right and I could see him curving Swerving, oh swerving towards my direction. First, he was on the other side of the street, and then he like started swerving gradually into me. And uh, because I was drunk, I was like, "I'm just going to okay. keep walking straight, and I'm not going to move because he can see me." So anyway, I keep walking straight. You know, like, I'm a stubborn motherfucker. So I was walking straight, and he was coming. He came down, and he bumped into my shoulder. Right? He bumped into my shoulder. And it's just me and him in the middle of the road, like literally in the middle of the road. And I was like, "What's up, what? I said, I was "Like, okay, <laughs> And he was like, "He was like, you bumped into me. This is all in Spanish. I can't bother to speak Spanish." He's like, "You bumped into me," and I'm like, "Is that amigo. It's that local. <laughs> <laughs> I because there was a there was a car on the left, right. So if I had been the left, I would have literally walked into a car." So the only way I had to go was to keep going straight otherwise I walked into a car and he bumped into my right shoulder so there was nowhere to go and I was like are you crazy bro like what are you doing I literally asked I was like what are you doing like don't bump like this. I was like look this I was because I was trying to um rationalize it's a physics, it's
1: a physics sir.
0: <laughs> like, look how much space there is on the road and you came to bump into me and I was saying that I'm bumping into whatever blah, 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 blah. So he had this <laughs> confrontation that lasted, like, 15 seconds. And then randomly, he just goes, give me your wallet. What? Yeah, he was like, give me your wallet. And I was just like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, because I was, I was being stupid, right? So I was like, no, I'm not going to give you my wallet. Why would I give you my wallet? What's going on with you? Like, I was asking him, like, get my phone. Like, what's going on? And then uh, he asked me again. He's was like, give me your wallet, give me your phone. And I just went like no, and then literally at that moment I tried to run. I was like I started, I was like I'm just gonna find out. <laughs> like, it out. It like, as I as I went to run, he grabbed my t-shirt. He got my t-shirt like oh, by the collar, and he like it was quite. It was like a comedy show, right? He swang me around like so. What? I was like I was like spinning around in a circle in the middle of the street. But I was kind of like laughing. I found like, it quite funny. Because <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> he was like, because I was so drunk, right? And he was like, he was swinging me around, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> fell on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I fell on the floor, and he got on top of me, and he was like in my face, and he pulled like his fist back like this to like hit me, and I was like, I was looking at him, and I was just like, what are you doing? Like, I was literally, I kept asking, him like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And he, he, he started like putting his hands in my pockets. And the last the last thing on my mind was that he was looking for my phone. I thought he was trying to touch my dick or something. And I was like, amigo, get my soul contigo. Like, because he had his hands in my pockets. And I just felt like what I didn't know what was going on. And he took my wallet, the took my not took my wallet, oh. took my phone. And he just started running off. And I was like, I was on the floor and I got out. He didn't hit me or anything. I got up. And I was just looking at him, like, what just happened? Like, I, I was like, I didn't, it's like I hadn't registered mm. what was going on. And I just thought, I remember just seeing him. He had, like, this very funny run. And he was just, like, walking, like, running off into the distance. And, uh, and uh, like, he had this really strange run. And a, and a taxi pulled up. And he just got into the taxi and they left. <laughs> and so, I, and then I, I, I had my T-shirt ripped. And I was like, what you know. What you know, what what like what, what just happened and I walked home and I was sort of still trying to register it, like I haven't got yeah. a phone. Like, oh fuck, like my phone just got stolen. Like uh, you know, and that, that's the end of the story.
1: <laughs> that's robbery with violence. I've never been robbed like that. I have to say that I uh, mean likely enough. I mean, well, it's not lucky, you know, but uh, in London, yeah, I didn't realise until and you know, I've never had cash in London, but that day I have been in the bank because we are going, oh shit. Every time I remember, you know, I feel so crap. But uh, I had taken like it was 300 pounds. It's not too, too much, but you know, it was a lot for me because we were buying um, a present for my boss back then. So I had been collecting the money from people, and I took it from the bank, and I had the the pounds in my in my wallet. Pluff, they stole them. Um, yeah, I felt like really, really like what the fuck. And it was in my usual cafe, but yeah shit happens you know how much was it um huh? how much 300 300, 300 pounds, pounds. Oh, it's a lot yeah a lot and yeah. in england england is really uh you know you have to be careful it's just like uh i remember last time i was there i was in uh Pret-a-Manger, Pret-a-Manger, i think and anyway i stood up and i tried to put my um yeah my coat you know but it was it's tiny it was a tiny cafe you know It was people everywhere you know i couldn't even uh, you know, just walk around. Anyway, I apparently I hit someone with my coat in the face because it was like, "Excuse me," and I looked down and it was this guy. I was like, "You just hit me in the face <laughs> you know, with this very, <laughs> with this British accent," and I was like, "Yeah, did you enjoy it, fucker?" Oh my anyway, God. this is the kind of this is the kind of answer that you give in. And I was like, "Well, I'm sorry, you know. Obviously, I didn't see you, idiot." <laughs> yeah. But you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, Richard, we didn't. We did. Oh my God! Let's let's finish this. But uh, the, the last thing, because we were talking about the carnival, and la, 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 And you never told me which was your f- craziest custom ever. We talk about Harry's custom as a Nazi.
0: Which was yours? Oh, costume. Uh...
1: Costume. Oh,
0: sorry, sorry, I didn't mean costume. <laughs> oh, costume. No, Excuse me, that. you
1: that hit me in the face.
0: <laughs> oh, costume. Yeah. Well, that was the right, Oh, costume. <laughs> No. uh, (laughs) No, uh, I dressed up as Homer Simpson once. (laughs) Yeah, like two, three, three, like two or three Halloweens ago. I didn't know what to uh, I it was so weird. Like I must have looked like a fucking idiot, right? I was like, I I was going out and everyone had this costume and I didn't know what to put on. And I was like looking (laughs) and then all of a sudden I was talking to my sister and she was like, I was like, because I'm bald, right? So I was like, who's bald? who's bald and famous like it's easy an easy costume and then she said homer homer simpson and i was like homer simpson how could i be homer simpson and i was like obviously the only way to be homer simpson is just to paint my whole body yellow Exactly. so so i just painted my whole body yellow and i put like a t-shirt on you know like a white t-shirt and some jeans and i was just homer simpson and I paint my, teeth, like, <laughs> my face, you know, he's got the beard on his face. Yes, it is. I had like the brown circle bit around my mouth. Oh, that's and cool. my Dude. whole body was, yeah, I looked so weird. And I went to Do you have party.
1: any pictures?
0: Yeah, I've got pictures.
1: Oh my God, please send, it, me, send me a
0: picture. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I want to see that. Uh, my, you know, okay, quickly, I, I I stopped getting a costume, right? Costume. Yes. You see that?
0: Very good. Uh,
1: that's cool. Uh, yes, <laughs> first certificate for me in your face. Anyway, I, I my first one. Uh, uh, sorry, I stopped doing that uh, when I, I think when I was fourteen, because I come from a village, five thousand people. I am the tallest one in the village, and the purpose for me of getting on a costume. It was like don't be recognized so you can't take the you know you can't take the piece of people you know you you know and then people doesn't recognize you and they're angry and you're just like ha, ha, ha. but then, that didn't happen with me because of course you're like oh raquel and i'm like fucking hell so then it was no fun for me anymore and I'm like, okay i don't like this you know but before that i think that not what the craziest no no i mean i i my mom she 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 did uh the most ridiculous one, me being the tallest person in the village, it was me and my sister. I was dressed up as, um, this was, I was four years old. I was still little and not tall, <laughs> but you know, I was dressed up as the as granny. No, no, no. Sorry. I was dressed up as a, how do you say this in English? Sorry. Uh, little red. Uh, little red riding
0: hood.
1: Yeah. Little red riding hood. Oh my God. It was so cute. And my sister was the granny. And then I got in the role, I got in the role, like, uh, you know, I interiorized the role and two days later I left home and then I was around the village and people was asking me, Raquel, where are you going? And I was like, I'm looking for my granny, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: honestly. So I was four years old and I really enjoy being, uh, I was such an actress back then, but I have the picture. So maybe we can I'll say, share yeah, it I'll in- send it. I'll send it to you or
0: something. I'll send you the home or you send me the reply. We
1: should, we should, we should share it in Instagram because it's carnival, yeah. right? I but on, my, it's embarrassing. I
0: actually been embarrassed about the pictures because. Anyway, no, this is, one.
1: Is this one is cute. Uh, the entire world needs to see me uh, dress up uh, as a little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> my face of what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but my ma- but my mom loved to 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 dress us up. Anyway, yes. I mean, it's not my craziest one. I think that the craziest one was once I dressed up as a vampire. Oh God, you know I mean, because. Ripple, uh, like, like,
0: what style of vampire? Because you get like.
1: It was like The Cure, basically. I look like wow. the, the singer of The Cure. And, and the hair, it was the same, you know, I don't know how to say it in English, but, you know, you take your hair and then you comb it backwards. Yeah, yeah. backwards. So, yeah, so, you know, my hair was longer than I have it now, which is pretty long, and I had to cut it off because when my grandmother tried to comb it back to wow. the original, it was impossible. Jesus. So imagine, imagine, oh, yeah. Was and it and was my...
0: Halloween, was it Halloween, yeah?
1: No, no it was Carnival.
0: Oh, I don't know why. I I was talking about Halloween with the home,
1: No, no. Carnaval te quiero. Carnaval, Halloween. Halloween, we don't... Halloween's for the Americans, honestly. For the crazy Americans.
0: I keep talking about, like, American politics and doing American accents and all that shit. So I don't
1: know what's going on. Yeah, we are not going to be welcome in America when we want to travel there, you know? (laughs) They will not open up for us. But anyway, that's it for me.
0: That's it for me, then. Unless I can just stay here alone... <laughs> yeah.
1: We need to check. We need to choose like a song. Karnal, yeah, Karnal. yeah, I'll figure
0: out. You just message me or whatever, and uh, if you have a suggestion, if not, I'll figure out. So I like this part. Just
1: you figure out. But uh, thank you, everybody, and we we, we, we love
0: see you. We love you all. Thank you, everybody, and we love you. Yeah. See you later. Bye.
1: Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> see you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hanap. No, you first.
0: No, no you I, did. I did. I did. I did. done it. I done it. I didn't do the same mistake as last time when I just like cut you off. See you
1: later. Yeah, hangover. and then I see, yeah, I was like, hello. Wow, that was fun. Yeah. But yeah, that's good. Yeah, cool.
0: Great. I have a good
1: ache. That was good. We talk a lot, but but it's cool. It's cool. I like it. And yeah, uh, the, I'm fucking
0: hungry right now again. I'm always hungry. Yeah, go. With you, I leave it, and I'm not like, really hungry. No. Hello because i wake up and then like you
1: know i don't need to explain that boring <laughs> go eat uh macho hello bye see you ciao
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah she's really hungry <laughs> it's like waiting. oh my you. god like...
1: oh no hola hola no no es hora de comer iza comer por dios que ya oh my god that's... Oh, that looks good sí, lo que pasa um, es que nos levantamos tarde y ya
0: después no comimos nada y que son las 4 yeah
1: Button. That's what, oh no, in here I'm going to bed, I'm so tired, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, nos vemos, nos vemos en el próximo bye. podcast. <laughs> Ciao, bye, Richard. Bye. Photoshop soon,
0: eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Chao.